schadenfreude everybody must have screamed ah he's a sung hero a little pushy pushy are you back from listening to stairway to heaven twice now those are just words i looked up on the internet unreasonable doubt a podcast about west virginia university basketball starts now that oklahoma game feels like a long time ago doesn't it <laughs> hello back in west virginia from the studio in nitro this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is episode 26, Baylor Bears and Jalen Bridges. He really has her number, you know? That guy in green, uh, undefeated against his former team. Apparently, according to ESPN, uh, hometown Fairmount, West Virginia. 79-67, West Virginia loses. It wasn't that close. Benches were emptied two minutes in, or with two minutes left. And you can chalk up this Texas two-step. <laughs> I actually didn't hear a lot of Texas two-step, so I apologize for bringing that to the forefront. If you summarize what happened on this road trip, you would say that West Virginia has guards, and the other teams have guards. It's how it works. Like uh, some start three guards. Uh, you know, Villanova used to sh- start four guards. Shout out to Jay Wright. Um, but you have guards and you have forwards and you have centers, right? And so West Virginia starts guards and then guys come up off the bench who are guards and the other team does the same thing where they start guards and then they also have guys who are guards that come off the bench uh, to replace the starting guards. And so West Virginia's guards on this two game Texas road trip have not have not fared as well as the opposing team's guards. Period. And it's not even been close. I mean, Serge Ibari Rice. He went off in Austin, and then LJ Cryer, he got eight threes. Tonight, Baylor had, when they have, they had 14 threes, I believe, in total. And West Virginia did not, you know? (laughs) They, They did not have 14 threes. And so let me just give you just box score stuff for our guards. Eric Stevenson. Three for 15 on this road trip. That is 20% shooting. Kedrian Johnson, three for 14. Now he bumped heads with Flagler. There was a, a Rocky Balboa situation where his eyes swelling, uh, swelling shut, but he goes three for 14 on this road trip. And so that is 21% shooting. A little bit better than Stevenson, but still not great. Uh, Seth Wilson, two for eight. That's 25%. So we're getting better. But again, um, even in baseball, uh, 25%, not great. Not bad. Not bad in baseball. It's kind of bad in basketball. And then Joe Toussaint on this road trip, three for 13. And that is good for 23%. So, And then Kobe Johnson, he was 50%, but he did not play in the Baylor game, and he was one for two in the Texas game. 
So that when you put all that together for the guards and uh, when you look at all that, uh, nobody shot over 30% except for Kobe Johnson and he didn't get to play in one of the games. And that's, and if I had to summarize what happened on this road trip is that those guys played guards who were way better than them. Not, maybe not every game, but in these two games specifically, uh, their guards were better than WVU's guards. And so you lose two games against top 15 opponents. Uh, One was really bad and one was kind of bad. The one tonight, West Virginia came out hot again, good defensive intensity, getting some turnovers, and then you lose the lead. And then also you don't make a field goal for what feels like forever. (laughs) And Trey Mitchell sitting with two fouls and Emmett Matthews is sitting with two fouls. And then cut to the second half, uh, Cryer just keeps – being open in the corner, in the left corner, and that guy was making them. Matter of fact, you knew even when it was going well for West Virginia, Baylor made a couple of threes where they hit the front part of the rim, three or four bounces, and then they went in. That's a sign. That is a basketball sign that the ball for that team is going to go into the basket. Because when they bounce three or four times from three, it's not a close shot. When those bounce around and go in, then they're going to shoot more that don't have to bounce around. They just are going to hit the bottom of the net. And I don't know. I don't know what happened defensively. Uh, I know Baylor brought out that amoeba zone again, that 1-1-3 that I haven't seen in a while. It proved very effective tonight. West Virginia stood a bunch, a lot of pass it from wing to wing, and – and that just and and guess who were passing those passes? They were guards, and as I just mentioned, the guards were not hitting. So West Virginia did find success later on, but they were already down fifteen. And uh, Emmett Matthews had a good night, and Trey Mitchell he did pretty good. And uh, but they are forwards, and so in a battle of the forwards. Maybe you'd make the case for for West Virginia tonight. However, uh, the way the game of basketball goes, especially in college basketball, is that you if you if your guards are doing well, then you're going to have a good shot of winning basketball games. And when your all of your guards don't shoot the ball well, then it's going to be a problem. And that's what happened. So where do you go from here? Well, you know it's. <laughs> We're in a weird spot here where West Virginia had just won four out of five, and then you could look at it and say, now West Virginia's lost three out of five. And, uh, you know, those has West Virginia done well recently uh, in the last few years on the road? They have absolutely not done well. And it proved the case on this road trip. And, and so glass half empty They've got another one of these coming up. They they get to at home, and then they do another two-game road trip. And this one is arguably harder because, one, you can almost and – and you never want to do this with basketball because games have to be played and things can happen. And, you know, any given night, right? 
But one of these two games on this road trip, uh, just look it up. Look how West Virginia has done against Kansas. We all know that they've never won there. And so that's one of your games. And West Virginia has won at Baylor in the past. And West Virginia has won at Texas in the past. They have not won at Kansas ever, ever, ever. <laughs> and maybe this is the year. But, but it probably isn't with love and respect to the West Virginia University Mountaineers. And then they follow that up with a Monday game at Iowa State. And those teams are going to have things to play for. Texas lost tonight. Texas beat WVU by 34, go to Lubbock, and Texas Tech beats them. And so now there's like, uh, let me look at the standings here. Now at the Big 12, you've got two teams that are 9-4, and four, Texas and Baylor. Kansas is going to play later this week at Oklahoma State. They're actually playing tomorrow. If they win that, they'll be at nine and four. And and then you have three teams at seven and five. So there are, depending on how those games go for those seven and five teams, you have possibly five or six teams gunning for the regular season championship. And so they're going to be, Iowa State's going to be motivated and they're going to be at home. So that's a problem. Glass half full, you have three home games. You get the next two at home. You get Texas Tech coming off of a win over Texas, which is a good spot for WVU, coming off a two-game losing streak on the road, coming back home. Get a little bit of rest after playing a Monday game to go to a Saturday game. And then you get a Monday game in Morgantown against Oklahoma State. And they're doing really good. They're on the upswing, Oklahoma State. So you've got those two games, and then you finish the season senior day against Kansas State. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. So, the Pelicans beat the Lakers today. So, they're on a one-game winning streak. I would fade the Pelicans. And that would, whoever they played next bet against the Pelicans with love and respect to New Orleans. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you win three games, you know, I've been putting my recipe for WVU winning or making the NCAA tournament. I thought they could wrap it up in the regular season if they win their home games, win at Lubbock, which they did, and still won on the road. Now the recipe may have to have a tweak. It's almost like you get in the kitchen. It's like, this is what I want to make. And 
you look in the pantry and you don't have fresh dill, you know, you're, you're looking around, where's the cumin? And so you have to maybe do a substitution. So with five games left and two daunting road games, you got to win all these home games. And then, you know, then the recipe, the substitution for no cumin is a win a game or two in Kansas City. And of course, the the trump card that I haven't talked about a lot, but seems even more difficult than the recipe I put online is just win the Big 12 tournament. Because in fact, if you do that, then you don't have to, you just automatically qualify for the NCAA tournament. Uh, That seems very uh, unlikely, given that a certain team, that thing is played in Kansas City, and there are uh, multiple teams in this conference from Kansas, including the Kansas Jayhawks who seem to win that almost every year. Iowa State will mix in a few Big 12 tournament wins. Anyways, possible substitution in play, uh, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But no matter what, in these final five games, WVU's guards, and this is expert analysis that you're not going to find anywhere else, WVU's guards have to shoot better than 30% as a group. <laughs> As a whole, they gotta they've gotta shoot baskets into the basket way at a higher clip than what they're doing now on this two game road trip. Now, are there any more games in Texas? No, they're not. So you got your Lubbock win, you lose the rest of the games in Texas. You don't have to go there again unless you know you're lucky enough to go to the NCAA tournament. I don't even know if they're playing games in Texas, but it it throws that into play. (sighs) But the guards have to be better. The one weird thing from a – Bob Huggins is a Hall of Fame coach. One weird thing I saw tonight in the second half was West Virginia go to a 1-3-1 zone when the other team is making a ton of threes. And just outside looking in, is that is that something you want? <laughs> is that something that you want to do? Because when you're playing zone, this is my opinion. When you're playing zone, you you are wanting to force the other team to shoot from outside. But if the team that you're playing is is already successfully making a ton of those shots from outside, do you want to coax them into shooting more <laughs> threes? Again, outside looking in, I know way less, you know, you know all the, you know all the things. Listen, man and woman, I am struggling. <laughs> I'm back in Nitro, big travel day today, got back, nine o'clock game, Eastern, you know, I'm jet lagged, that one hour that you lose, jet lagged. <clears throat> And I don't play basketball. You know, that's the thing that gets the Huggins talks about a bunch, but we don't factor in is how West Virginia's travel in this central time zone conference. I talk about it every year. We don't talk about it enough. Now, in this, there's a two game road trip, so they got the hangout in Texas. Uh, but when you travel, um, you've 
in my experience, you feel more tired traveling versus not traveling. You know what I mean? And that's with no physical activity. These guys play basketball for the school. So um, I've always had the opinion since they've joined the Big 12 that winning the regular season is is always going to be an uphill battle. West Virginia sits in eighth right now, so they're not even close to it. I think every year, even if they've got a really good team, and this has played out, West Virginia has really good Sweet 16 teams, uh, and the best they've done is second place. And that's commendable. But first is super daunting because not that this was a scheduled loss, but you've got some tough sledding as far as a travel sitch. Cut the next year, Utah's in play, right? A little more opportunity to play teams where you don't lose an hour in travel. Oh, it's, uh, and, and the energy of this team, it was, I don't know if it's travel energy, but even when they were getting some stops defensively, getting some turnovers, the body language for this team was not full of energy. And Eric Stevenson seems like he's dealing with four or five injuries, at, nagging injuries at the same time. We saw very little of Eric Stevenson in the second half. Uh, Kobe Johnson or, or Kedrian Johnson with the swollen uh, eye from the headbutt. Um, guys are dealing with stuff. That's not exclusive to WVU. But the energy, especially early on, did not look like we've got this. It looked like a road-weary team. And so the medicine for that is to get back home to play two games in three days and then get back on the road and get back on the road for another two game road trip. It's fine. You know, it's fine. Can WVU still have eyes on the NCAA tournament when they are, (laughs) when they are four and nine in the big 12? What's crazy is they can, they absolutely can. And you can look back at last year, West Virginia was three and nine at one point in the conference, and then they they lost a bunch more. But in that moment, I guess you could have said they they still had a chance. (laughs) Oh, no. Hey, I mean, the ESPN guy still has West Virginia in it. When you take, and that guy's not the gospel, you take other, a bunch of people that pay attention to this, West Virginia still in projected into the NCAA tournament computers, despite all of these losses still like WVU's resume. And that does matter to the humans that are going to be in the room. That's going to decide who gets to the NCAA tournament and who doesn't. Oh, but um, now we're coming. Now WVU comes back home and I don't really as as before, I don't want to explain why there's so many must-win games. <laughs> when there, when a must-win implies it, it's only if you don't win the must-win, then something bad happens because you must win. We're getting to West Virginia's sixth must-win game of the season, Saturday. And without looking at stats or looking at history, I would say – the more must-win games you have outside of a single elimination tournament, 
uh, the less good that is. Because <laughs> it means that you've lost, you've lost a bunch, you know? Losses mean games following losses are become must-wins. And so West Virginia finds ourselves at that point again. This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Sports cards. There's two sides of those cards. There's the front and there's the back. The front has a picture of a sports star. The back maybe has some stats, maybe has a signature. Who who could say? I, I haven't looked at a sports card in a while, but back when I was a kid, that's what it was. Picture on the front, stats on the back comic books those have drawings of superheroes and whatnot and words in word bubbles and you can read them and it's fun and you can collect them action figures they move they're small they're fun toys i'm just i'm just describing things that you if you have these then you can call Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles and tell them you have them. Hey, I've got a sports card with a with a person on the front and stats on the back. Then they'll ask you a little more information, but then they'll buy it from you cash money. So call them, 304-416-3631, Freeman's Sports Cards and Collectibles. As I mentioned, the next game for WVU is home Saturday, February 18th, 12 noon, ESPNU. West Virginia plays the Texas Tech Red Raiders in another must win. Go figure, the last time West Virginia had a must win, it was, I would argue, it was at Lubbock. I don't know. What I'm getting so, there's so many must-win games. It's hard to keep track. But West Virginia has already played a must-win game against Texas Tech in Lubbock. They won that game 76-61, a very convincing win. And Texas Tech comes into this uh on a two-game winning streak, beating Kansas State at home. Remember them? They're pretty good. And then the team that West Virginia got trounced by Saturday. Texas Tech beat Texas tonight, 74-67. So they come in on a two-game winning streak against two really good opponents. Those games are at home. West Virginia has lost two in a row on the road. They get to come back home. Both teams get the same number of rest. One team gets to be at home, and one team has to go the farthest they have to go in conference play to come to Morgantown. And West Virginia has fared well against Texas Tech since they've joined the Big 12 in games in Morgantown. And uh, But once again, this is a must win. And in the spot, I like the spot for WVU in this must win game because Harmon had 25 tonight and O'Banner had 19. And so those guys are coming off of big, uh, some great shooting performances, big point totals. And so um, in the college game, or, and I'm, and this is unfair to those guys. I'm looking at through the WVU prism. If once you, 
when you have a good game like that, it's hard to do that back to back. And so I'm putting that on Harmon and O'Banner that they are going to cool off in Morgantown. Um, I will be there in person, be there with family, excited to get back to the Collie and see the Mountaineers in person. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this time around, one week later, I see them uh, not lose by 34, you know? I think they said on the broadcast that it's been like seven or eight years since West Virginia's lost a game by 34 points. And of course, of course, <laughs> not that if I if I don't make that trip, let's be very clear. If I don't make that trip to Austin, West Virginia still loses by 34. I don't think my where I'm at in the world has anything to do with the result of that game. But what are the chances? <laughs> it's, I mean, I guess they're pretty good. I guess they're pretty good. So uh, another must-win game, and let's see what happens. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Down. Listen on all the platforms, or just pick one, Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast, YouTube. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt, WVU for the 2022-2023 season. They have 15 wins and they have 11 losses.